Welcome back to another episode of the From Half Court Sports Talk Show with Darren and Rob. I'm your host, Rob. This is my co-host, Darren. We're back again with another, with some more football talks and discussions. Um, so today we're going to be going over the week four. All right, give me one second. I don't know. We're still running. I, I thought the I thought the thing crashed. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, please. Uh, problems so going live, right? About, yep, we're live on Twitch and YouTube. If you guys want to check us out live. Um. So, like I was just saying, uh, we're going to be talking about Week Four of the NFL this week. Um, Week Four discussions. So let's let's just get right up into it. Big bag. So. For- the Thursday, the Thursday night thriller that had all of our eyes going crazy. What was up with Amazon keeping up showing us this injury? But Rob, you saw Tua go down uh, the week before, uh, fall down and get back in the game. Did you think he should have been out there? Here's my thing. I think this is actually uh, a reasonable discussion. Um, the first thing I want to say is uh, we can't keep blaming. I'm not going to blame the head coach for this. I'm not putting it all on him. He deserves some accountability for it, but he does not deserve the the malice the media has taken to him. If I was a coach, I would have let him play. I'm, I'm I I got to say, um, I got to say that I think all these takes that saying that Tua shouldn't have played that game, are uh, are all in hindsight because we saw how bad the hit was. And we all know the way football players work um, and just high-level professional athletes in combat sports or physically physical sports, they all want to be out there. They all love the game. They love the physicality of the game. And we were always taught from kids um, to we're uh, adults. And if you don't go out there, you're soft. Um, back in the day, uh, 90s, even mid two thousands to back to like the sixties, if you didn't go out there and played with a quote unquote dinger, you were considered soft and you might lose your job. So that's embedded into the culture of football. Now, is the game changing a little bit and we're getting way smarter? Yes. But in the core of these athletes, they know if you don't go out there, you're looked at as soft. And this was also a prove it year for Tua. So this is a big year for him, not a contract year, but it was a big year for him and for his football career to determine if he's going to be a starting quarterback for 10 years or if he's going to be a backup. That's what the type of year this was for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, one of the biggest criticisms of the Tua in the media, specifically in the offseason, was there a lot of people were trying to call him soft as a quarterback. So I, I, can see, I can see from his mind state, from his mindset, he wants to go out there and play football. All right, let me jump in on this one real quick. Uh, I don't think anybody ever called Tua soft. I don't remember anybody calling Tua soft person. He had that hip, bad hip injury with Alabama, and it took him a while to get back to football. We all understand that, but it'd be like that. I don't think there was ever a time where we saw him get injured and we thought uh, he wasn't trying to get back to the game. Um, maybe he wasn't the most prepared with Brian Flores under Brian Flores' system. Um, I will say that. Um, 
ultimately getting back to the game though they did have a scapegoat with the doctor who uh, cleared him the neurosurgeon up the independent neurosurgeon neuro doctor that was with the team i believe um i think i believe he got fired so we'll see what happens with that um i don't i wonder how much time two is going to miss i personally wouldn't play him for the rest of the year it that was that bad of an injury you know the problem was that amazon kept him playing it and uh everybody kept seeing it and it was uh one of those crazy things one of those crazy things definitely um but like like rob said i don't think I don't think you can blame just – it's a lot of the blame to go around, personally. That's the way I would look at it. Uh, it's going to sound terrible. Uh, I blame, obviously, the doctor that cleared him last week um, to go into go back into the game. I blame – obviously, there's some blame for the coach. Uh, as much as we like Mike McDaniel, there's some blame there. Uh, but there's also blame on two on that play. I wish we could pull up the play real quick and not actually see him actually hit the ground because I don't want to be a hypocrite and say uh, they kept on playing it and then me play it. Um, how do I put this? Who will roll back into pressure on a rollout? And to me, that's a no-no. To most quarterbacks, that's a no-no. And to that's what made me the most upset because when it first happened, obviously I'm with everybody else. Um, it, it it like freaks you out. Like it's like, oh my goodness, I don't know what's like. Never, no, none of us has ever seen that happen. Uh, but if you you've seen a rollout on a court with a quarterback, especially with a left-handed quarterback like Tua, he rolls out to the left. I don't know. They've never played this play from downfield, to so we can't really know what he saw. Uh, maybe there was nothing there, but. If there is nothing there, you're trained to either run with the ball a little bit further and get out of bounds, or you throw the ball out of bounds, point blank period. And um, to me, it was like really, it was really like devastating to see it. It was one of those things that like when things can go wrong, it goes wrong. He uh, he rolled out and that was cool. He was looking for a play downfield. I don't know if it was down there ultimately, but Somebody was coming back in on him. He saw the pressure. He shook the first dude. And thing is, when you keep going that way, there's somebody that's going to hit you eventually. There's very few quarterbacks that can get out of that situation. And they're, they'll, they will be lucky to get out of that situation. Yeah. So, but biggest things, biggest, um, we wish the best for Tua. Um, we 100%. wish that um, he gets better soon. Hopefully, he's able to play football again. Um, but one more thing before we move on from this, if he wants to, which my first, I don't think he will. I think he could sue the NFL for like a ton of money if he really wanted to, um, from the neglect that this, uh, of this case, um, like you mentioned, the dolphins used, uh, the doctor, the independent doctor, I feel like as a scapegoat, mm -hmm. um, I'm glad they didn't put his name out there. Cause that probably wouldn't look good for wh whoever he did. works for they did uh, i think so. i mean I, I bet people can figure it out but um yeah but i i think he was used as a scapegoat um i think this is huge for football and this might put football this is gonna be this is a big deal and that might cost him a ton of money um and honestly it might cost him a ton of potential athletes um there's no way a parent 
male or female, sees that injury and says, okay, yeah, I'm going to let my son play football. That I, I guarantee a lot of kids aren't playing football because of that. Go play basketball. Go play baseball. Go do something different. That's because that's a scary injury. Yeah, it's that happens to a grown game. grown ass man. Oh. Imagine that happening to like, um, and pee wee football, high school football. Uh, it's just a really scary to see. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we definitely wish to a speedy recovery. It sounds like he's on a good uh pathway back. But like I said, I personally wouldn't play him the rest of the year. I don't want to see. I personally don't want to see him. I don't want to see a quick return and him not be at his full health essentially. And he already has a lot of injury history. But anyway. I want well, to get back to you. I want to get back to the game, the actual game. Of one more thing Thursday before night. we get back to that. Yep. Um, I disagree with you. I actually do want to see him come back. Um, just from the standpoint, this is still a really good football team that has really high aspirations um, yes. as a team. And I think they can still do a lot of damage in, in, in the playoffs if they're able to make it. So I would like oh. to see Tua back. Yeah, but I don't want to see him back too quickly. I don't want to br- – I just don't want to see him rush back personally. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, so right, I want to so, see him back, of course. But the overall game, I want to know your opinion on what the what the over what you thought about the Bengals that night and the Dolphins. I feel like Joe Burrow's shaking off the rust. That's which is a good thing for the Bengals. But the thing, the problem, I thought their problem last year was their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this offseason, uh, they quote they I heard that they put a quote. $70 million into this offensive line, into new mm-hmm. offensive linemen. This offensive line still doesn't look good. This offensive line still didn't look good on um, Thursday, last Thursday. Yeah. I think the, the Bengals could definitely win their division, the AFC North, um, but I do not think they're a Super Bowl team like – a Super Bowl contender like I did at, during the offseason. Um, this team is looking like they would maybe win a wildcard game then lose in the divisional, or they look like they're going to lose in the division no round of the playoffs, the second round of the playoffs. That's how nice. I feel about this team right now. Since we're four games in, do you got them winning your division right now? Uh, I like Baltimore way better than them. Thank you. But, but I still think the Bengals' defense is better than Baltimore's. Yes, they're playing better. Hundred um, percent. There's a lot um, of mistakes happening on that Baltimore defense. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, this was a good game overall, though. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater came in and did as much as he could with what he had, and obviously he had a lot of weapons. It's not like this team doesn't have the weapons. Um, but it's just like one of those. I think uh, one after one of those injuries, like you really just it takes the life out of your team. So. And the Bengals were at home. They were still riding high a little bit, even if they did, like, see that type of – obviously, some energy was taken out in general. It's easier for the home team that's not team effective, if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's how I thought about this game. And yeah, I 100% agree with you. Their offensive line is still a problem. But right. going into the next topic. Um, so yesterday, the Steelers and the Jets played. And halftime, I I, w- I was sitting here with Rob, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they're going to sit Mitchell Trubisky because at some point, if he keeps losing them games, 
people aren't going to blame Mitchell Trubisky. They're going to blame Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin is not that type of guy. So, Rob, I want to let you, I want to ask you, first off, what week did you have Kenny Pickett taken over? Uh, was it this year at all? And then what did you think about his performance yesterday? The exact week, I had him taken over around week four or five. Um, my exact quote was, if if we if we're like one in three, one in four after week four or five, we you gotta put the, you gotta put the kid in. And that's obviously if Mitchell Trubisky wasn't playing good well, I should say. Um I did not see him coming in at halftime. Um I thought they were gonna let him actually play the whole game. Then after this game, if he didn't if he didn't play well, that's when you make the move. So the answer your question around week four or five. What do you think about his performance yesterday compared to Mitchell Trubisky? What do you think compared? he did for y'all team? Oh my god. He first of all, he gave us an it factor that Mitchell Trubisky didn't have. The the biggest thing I heard about Mitchell Trubisky, um analy analyzing wise, was he's playing like a quarterback that who knows his job can be taken at any moment. Um, I feel like he was playing very conservative. Um, where as soon as Kenny got in the game, it felt like he was he was slinging that ball. Um, he did have two interceptions in the game, but right. I'm sorry, yeah, correct. You, they had three interceptions, but I don't think two of them were his fault. Um, there was the deep ball to Chase Claypool. Chase has to come down with that. Um, he just got to come down with that. That was it. Hit him right in the hands. He's right there. And he's allegedly a top three receiver in the league. That's a whole that's a whole nother thing. But and also <laughs> the one that was his fault was the Pat Fryer move one. Yes, that one did hit him in his hands, but he threw that shit mad high yeah. for it to be like a, a sit down route like it was. So that's just on him. And that ended up losing the game. But he brought another he brought he did exactly what Mark Tomlin wanted. He brought he gave us a spark. He gave us a glimpse of hope. All offense basically didn't look stale. Uh, my thing, people have been shitting on our offensive uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, now mm -hmm. I forget Canada. his name. Yeah, Canada. Matt Canada. And yes, I understand it from last year's perspective and the year before that's perspective. But this year, I didn't have any. I don't have a lot of problems with his play calling. I thought it was just Mitch make missing throws, not being aggressive. As soon as Kenny Pickett got in here, he started slinging that ball around. Yes, uh, and he was just way more aggressive with his decision-making, throwing the ball downfield, uh, throwing it to it, getting it to his playmakers. Uh, getting it to his playmakers. Um, I, maybe that's just youth, him being a brand-new quarterback in there and just filling it out. But just from a mindset-wise, I liked what he did for our offense. I felt like it was way more open. It felt way more free. My my chest didn't feel tight. And every time Mitch threw the ball, my chest feels tight, like oh, like I'm like I need a stretch. He's Kenny Pickett. He got out there. He felt like he was way more loose. Okay, 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 okay. okay. But here's okay. the thing, Darren. That there's 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 I know I'm going on for a while. There's there's yeah. two. This that's a double edged sword, and we kind of saw it. Yes, he was way more loose with the football, throwing the ball around. But yes, he did. He did technically turn the ball over three times. So it is a double-edged sword. 
But I think if he gets a full game uh, to play with a full, a complete full week of um, preparation for that game, yeah. I think he's going to look 10 times better. Okay, let me reel this back here real quick. So he did have the three interceptions, and that is a real thing. Um, but a lot, uh, George Pickens, most of those receptions were thrown to him by um, Pickett. Pickett. So I will say he might be able to find more of a connection with uh, the receivers than Mitchell Trubisky had because Mitchell Trubisky didn't have a connection with any receivers, really. Um, I think he also has, obviously, the better deep ball than Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky's never really had a really great deep ball consistently uh, in the game. He's really like a 10-yard, 20-yard guy. He's really good at that. Um, But... Anything else than that, he's really not hitting it, not really looking for it, and he uh, usually runs the ball, uh, which is usually a good thing. Uh, but tr- but Kenny Pickett, with the touchdowns that he got on his feet, which is I'm pretty sure he had uh, both the touchdowns for them in the game, um, I think that also like cancels out right there that he can just do he can do that that too as well as Trubisky, and um, that. It like you said, it opens up their whole your whole offense, and I think it made your team a lot more excited. Um, but they did get the loss, so I wanted to ask you this next: um, What did you think about the overall game? I want you to go onto the Jets side as well because uh, Zach Wilson did come back off of an injury. This is our first time seeing him this year. I want you to uh, go in on that. Our defense was way better from a pass rush standpoint. I mean, I know we had at least. This is saying we only had one sack. I feel like we had two or three. Um, but I feel like we did a good job of getting after the quarterback. Um, I don't I don't know what you just said, but I think you said this was Zach Wilson's game first first game back. Yeah. I think he looked really good for it for being his first game back against a real uh, a pretty solid defense. Um mm-hmm. if uh did he throw any interceptions? I believe two. Two? I don't remember who they were to. Maybe one was Minka. Um, I really like the receiving core in New York Jets. In my opinion, our weakest part of our whole defense is our corners. They're not bad corners. It's just the weakest part of our defense. But I thought um, Corey Davis and Elijah Moore kind of ate us up. Uh, for the most part, we kind of contained Garrett Wilson. But I think Corey Davis and Elijah Moore ate, ate, up, ate our defense up um, and gave us a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, um, I also want to lo- talk about the Sauce Gardener George Pickens matchup. Uh, today I got to watch. I watched a little uh, YouTube video where it just showed George Pickens versus Sauce Gardener every single play, and George Pickens was giving them work. Was giving him some work. Well, as soon as Kenny came in, he, Sauce started having a lot of problems with him, um, and they were really physical with each other in the run game as well. Yeah. Uh, George Pickens didn't bully him or anything, but he gave him, he gave, made him work for it. Uh, Sauce Gardner is a crazy good corner, uh, and they have a pretty good, solid run game, too. Uh, they shut our run game down. Uh, we weren't able to run the ball like you would want us to be able to. Um. Yeah, if I'm right, Sauce had a good game on Deontay, right? Um, I think he did. Statistically, he took... I think if you if you go back and look at the game that specifically that first half, you could argue Mitch wasn't throwing the ball to people because he doesn't think they were getting open. Yeah. So you can argue he took him out the game. Yeah, he took him out the game. That means do his job. Uh, but yeah, hundred percent agree with you. I've been saying about this offense, uh, this offensive weapons on the Jets, bro. They're 
they're legit, bro. Like I, I, I respected Corey Davis from the Titans. Um, Michael Carter and Brees Hall, that backfield is just stupid because they both can do the exact same thing. And it's like, it's not like they're Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, but they can do the exact same thing. It's the perfect switch of pace. Uh, Garrett Wilson, we know him from O-State. He's a he's a legit problem. And uh, the craziest thing is that we would both argue that Zach Wilson's biggest rapport is with Elijah Moore, and we – Based off yesterday, yeah. Off of even last year, going back to last year. So we're going to see more of that. I, 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 like, I like it because I think Zach Wilson definitely struggled in the beginning half, but I think he played great down the stretch, like really good down the stretch. All right. Um, I got one question for you about the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers are one in three. Mm-hmm. So here's what I would say. Well, here's my question for you. The last time we had a quarterback, a significant quarterback change in Pittsburgh was Ben Roethlisberger back in 04. Alexa, turn on lights. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Um, what is Ben Boxer back in 04? Uh, Tommy Mattis got hurt. He came in the game. They lost that game. They didn't lose another game to the AFC Championship. With Kenny Pickett at quarterback, do you what what do you what are your expectations for the Steelers offense now? Should are they good enough to actually carry us to the playoffs? Um get like a seven six seed? Do you see us making noise in the playoffs? How good do you think this uh, offense is now? I gotta see y'all schedule. I do think y'all a lot better than Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, being there, and I like Mitch Trubisky. It's not never no disrespect to Mitch Trubisky. I really don't. He he, Mitch Trubisky. I he definitely took the Bears to the playoffs twice, and I, 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 that is not to go ignored. Um, it's just there are there, he just who's the better option? We all know what the NFL is. Um, yes, y'all can make the playoffs. Like I see y'all schedule, but yes, y'all got y'all offense just opened up. That was y'all weakest point. Now your offensive line is still a problem. Uh. So we'll see how that goes. They, I think they were protecting, honestly, uh, Pickett pretty well. Um, but we'll see how that goes throughout other games. Um, but I saw a lot of injuries on the defensive side yesterday. Minka went oh, out, man. came back. Um, Cam Jordan? No, that's not Cameron Cam Hayward. Jordan. Cameron Hayward. Um, he went out for a little bit. I'm not sure if he returned. Um, obviously, TJ's still out. Uh, I think it was Highsmith or somebody else was running to the sideline. It was a linebacker um, was running to the sideline. So there's things that y'all got to do. When you say carry, um, I think your defense should be, still be the thing that you depend on to carry. Um, but, yeah, 100% y'all can make noise in the playoffs, 100%. All right. And I'm glad you said the thing about defenses. I'm going to read off to you our next – what is it? Our next five games on our schedule. Uh. Buffalo Bills, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Dolphins, the Eagles, then we have a bye week. Good luck. Good luck, because that is tough. That's that's easily our toughest part of, the, of our whole schedule. Yep, yep. Uh, but we got to keep it moving. We're going to go to the next uh, topic, uh, Bills and Ravens. So this ended on a crazy, crazy – this is actually a really, really good game. Uh, but this ended very crazy. Uh, Baltimore and their analytics decided to go for it on fourth down. And at the end of the game, or on OT, I believe, they went for it. 
And uh, wow, I, okay. you know what? They have one of the best kickers in the league. Rob, do you think they should have kicked it or actually fuck that? We got to come up with a better question than that. Obviously, we know they shouldn't. Isn't that not even hindsight? Um, do you feel like this jeopardizes Lamar's legacy or his contract in these moments? Did you hear the question? Yes. Obviously, they should have kicked the field goal. That's also a hindsight call. Um, the fact that who is that's uh that's Jim that's Jim Harbaugh, right? Mm-hmm. John. That's John Harbaugh. Okay. The I fact that he you're right. Um, the fact that John Harbaugh went in the press conference and said he made that decision off analytics, I think is the biggest problem. I remember, I think, it, I think I'm pretty sure it was last year when the Ravens lost to us. They were on the one yard line and they threw like a little screenplay, a little uh, smoke screen by the tight end where he just shoots out straight on the line on the touchdown. And Lamar, Lamar missed him by an inch. Uh, Tomlin was saying the, the, the thing about playing the Ravens, it's easy to know what they're going to do because they base everything off analytics and makes them very predictable. Because they base everything off of analytics. Because all you got to do is look at the analytics and say, okay, this has a 60% chance of working. That's what they're going to do. I think that's a bigger problem than going for it. I don't necessarily have a problem with going for it. Because if we if you watch the play. They have somebody open. They to, the left, to the left of Lamar when he first drops back. There's somebody open in like. I wouldn't even call it the flats, but it's I would well maybe the flats. Maybe the flats. Yeah, the flats. Yeah, we'll call it the flats. And then after that, he has somebody immediately in his face. So he's backing up. Preferably in that situation, you want Lamar, if he doesn't see what he wants immediately, to make something happen with his legs. I think it's just bad luck on their part for how the play actually ended up playing out. Mm-hmm. Football tells you take your points. Um, you're supposed to have a good defense, but I get it too, man. There's four minutes left with Josh Allen with the ball. You're you're gonna try to you're gonna try to win the game right here. You're not trying to play. You're not trying to play scared. So I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's just a hindsight argument because no matter what happens. It's a hindsight argument because that's not a. It's not like it's a hard oh, field goal. Oh, here's my problem with it all is it's the fact that you, you as a player, and that's the only way I could think of it as not even a fan. Sometimes, as a player, I can't I can't live with that person. I can't live with the fact that you kicked this or we didn't kick it, and you didn't at least give the defense a chance to win the game. That's how I feel. Like you got to give your defense a chance to win the game. Is it Josh Allen? Yes, but they've contained on them pretty much this whole. Josh Allen throwing for two, 213 is not a lot. Him rushing for 70 yards is decent. It's really a lot. But in the last minute, I don't know if he's – or a couple seconds, I don't know if he's really rushing that much in that moment. I don't know. I feel like you just took the – I don't know. I feel like you took it out of your your defense's hands. Yeah. Um, 
you should take the field goal or put Lamar in a better situation so you can like try to run that in if possible. That's the only thing I can say about it. Mm. Okay. Uh we can move off that one. That was a great game though. I will say that was a good highlight. Uh, especially the rain definitely made the change for that game. Um there were some injuries on both sides. Uh but it was really good to see JK Dobbins back at back out there doing his thing. Seeing him back healthy. Um but we're gonna move on. Broncos and my Raiders. Thank God. Thank you. We finally got a win. We finally got one. Uh, so Rob, I got a I want... question for you for this one. Okay, go ahead. I've been very critical of your defense this year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say critical. I've I've been very skeptical. That's a better word uh, of your de- defense this year. Um, this you guys finally got your first winner of the season. Do you think this is a you guys are headed in the right direction now before this game before this game started was started? Do you feel more confident in your team? Uh, a team overall, or specifically defense. Team overall. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was very confident in our defense in general because I think our offense should be putting up this amount of points every week. Personally, I just. I think the Broncos is really good defense. Um, but I think we should be putting up this this number every week, 28 points a week. Um, so to say that, I think our defense is not playing bad because they haven't given up. They haven't nobody's blown us out yet. And if they have, it was more so because of the offense, not the defense. That's the way I feel. Um, but yeah, I think we're definitely heading in the right direction. And it literally is one thing. Just one difference. We ran the ball in the second half. We ran the ball for two halves. And I don't understand why we weren't doing it before. I think we just wanted to be the sexy team and get Derek Carr MVP. I personally say fuck all that bullshit, win games, and uh, run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. Uh, we ran, in this case, I think Josh McDaniel's game plan was all right, this is the best passing defense in Denver Denver Broncos going into this game. They were the best passing defense. If you looked at all their other games, nobody put up no damn 32 points on Everybody was 15, 10, you know, crazy slow scores, right? We were were the first ones that actually blew the top off the roof, and I think we might have set the blueprint for people saying, run the ball versus the Denver Broncos, and you got a good chance. Um, as for that, their def- their offense, I'm just going to go over to Denver real quick. Their offense is uh, not good. They're not good. Uh, I'm questioning the hire of the, of the coach already. Um, it's just, it's not looking good. He, he looked like he's trying to bring over or it's either not looking good for him or it's the weapons he's missing. He might be really missing that person that could take the top off the field, and I think that might be a problem. I think the rapport with uh, Russell Wilson and his receivers is just not there. Um, it's, to me, it's not there. Are you not high on As, K.J. Hamler? One reception, one target. I mean, it was a bomb. He might fly. That's cool. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I just – Something about this offense is not clicking. 
And you, you can say, here's the thing. You can say it started clicking yesterday because this is probably the first week they put up 20-plus points, honestly. So, mm. Um, also, what on top of that, what hurts this offense, uh, Javante Williams had a, I think I think they said he had an ACL and LCL. PCL, pair. I believe. I can't, I, I, I think it was PCL. Both. I, I don't, yeah. Well, I don't whatever know. it is, he's out for the season now. Um, I think that officially cripples this offense. And this team is probably easily, should just kind of tank and to get a good draft pick at this point. Um, no, the only good thing too. they have is is a good defense. Um, because their run game is shot to shot to shit. Uh, Melvin Gordon uh is limited as of right now, so he's probably going to have a limited practice this week. So they're probably going to be using their third string running back a lot this upcoming week. Isn't it crazy that the Seahawks are still healthy and their offensive line actually looks really good though? I'll be 100%. Isn't it crazy? Like, he left the Seahawks. Football. So what? I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't watched any Seahawks football. Maybe, like. Well, if you go to. They're going to be on our quick takes, but. They put up, like, 41 points this past week. Yeah, but who did they put up 41 points on? Detroit. Yeah. My question is, would they have done that if Russell was there? Exactly, bro. Well, that's just a question that we're going to have to leave. But uh, I'm just happy that we ran the ball. I'm happy. I hope that's not just a one-week thing. I hope it's a consistent thing because Josh Josh Jacobs is that guy. 28 like, carries is an, a crazy amount of carries for the NFL. Uh, your high, highest you might see Nick Chubb get 20 to 25. So that's a big deal. He's that guy. And I'm thinking we got Zamir White to be that guy, too. All right, I'm hey, super excited to say about, about the Raiders. I'm um, excited. About how you feel the about Darren Waller right now? I know you were saying like you don't like how he's been playing this season so far. Um, yeah, he. I don't know how many drops he had yesterday, but he had a couple. Um, how do you feel about Darren Waller? How do you feel he fits in this offense? You think Josh McDaniels can make him more prominent in this offense? Because he seemed to be a prominent staple in John Gruden's offense. Josh Gruden, yeah. John Gruden liked him a lot. Yeah, he's still out there, so he's still gonna get the targets. I just don't know what's going on with with Darren Waller. I, something is he sat out. He missed a lot of time, but that's we're we're in game four. It's not really an excuse, and I I don't I'm not saying three of five is bad. I'm not saying that at all. Um, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I think uh. The first three games, especially the Tennessee game, it, it it really like there was something not there. It's to to me, the way I was sold on the Raiders offense is that going into any game we can beat any team the way that we're supposed to beat that team. We can run the ball a la because they have a good uh pass defense. Um maybe they saw something versus Tennessee with the tight end. Because he got some targets and he dropped the ball. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's what we're going in with. And uh, we just got to make sure we be able to adjust. I don't know how to explain it. But hopefully we're a good team. I don't know. Hunter Renfro still, still got to come. You still feel confident in making the playoffs? Yeah. 
Uh, I'm confident not ending last in our division division because the Broncos are there. I'm actually well, I'm gonna be 100 honest with you. Yes, I think we can make the playoffs. We're trending up. The Chargers are staying steady, but they're like they're hurt. And if I'm just being 100% honest, they're hurt up their offensive line. And that's a problem for them right now. Justin Herbert played with a bad offensive line his first year. Then they went out and got Corey Lindsley and Rashawn Slater. And now Rashawn Slater's out for the year. And I think Corey Lindsley might have missed last game or he might be back. I'm not too sure. Mm -hmm. But that offensive line don't look the same. So it's, it's bad for him with the pass rushers that we have in our division right now. So I, I do believe that we can end up we, – we, there's no reason that we shouldn't end three, but we should, we can definitely end at number two. The Chiefs are more than likely still taking the division. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of the Chiefs, they played last night, and uh, Tom Brady – Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes-like things. Let's put it like that. Uh, so, my question to you, Rob, is, was this um, just Patrick Mahomes being the, the new GOAT, or was this revenge on the Super Bowl? Because last, that Super Bowl, he did not have an offensive line. So, was it revenge, or was it just Mahomes being the GOAT? I think this might have been Mahomes being the GOAT of the modern-day quarterback. Um, I, I, Here's the thing. The reason Tom Brady's not is, is, is the GOAT all-time is not because of his arm strength. It's not because of his athletic ability. It's because he's a good quarterback in the way he sees the field. Pre-snap. Um, the, the, the pre-snap. The biggest thing I've heard about sports um, since I was a kid is 90% of all sports, even at the highest of levels, is mental. And I think it's just the way he approaches the game. Now, here's the thing. The way the quarterback position has evolved, Patrick Mahomes has the ability to become the GOAT from a, from a talent perspective. But you could argue that about a, about a lot of quarterbacks. Um, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to collect the same amount as of uh, uh, hardware that Brady has. I think Brady's on like a legendary, crazy legendary status for having seven Super Bowls. Uh, for example, I'm going to compare him to Bill Russell. Um, Bill Russell, uh, athletically, probably couldn't compete with any of the guys today. From just a complete, from a scientific standpoint, but he dominated his generation at a high level. And I think Patrick Mahomes is just more modern. He might win one or two more Super Bowls, but he's never going to be able to collect the hardware. Um, to answer your question completely, I think that was just Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes, doing Patrick yeah. Mahomes things. Um. So I think it had to do with a little bit more of the revenge factor. Um, it was back in Tampa Bay where the Super Bowl was won, and he did not have an offensive line in that Super Bowl. It was like really, it was kind of actually pathetic to watch because everybody was waiting for him to pull off some magic shit, and uh, he couldn't do it. 
obviously, because the line was not there. Last night, not only did he have a line, he had a defense in the first half that stopped the run clearly because there's that, that is incredible. I'm now looking at these stats. There was they didn't go nowhere. Um so he had a defense that played fairly well in the first half. And then he had a really good running game. Like those are two solid, solid things to have in your arsenal compared to that Super Bowl. And uh, of course they spread the ball around. That's what uh Patrick Mahomes does with this new offense. But um I think it had to do a lot more with the revenge factor. And to show people like, yo, it wasn't like that shit wasn't a fluke, but let me show you what the fuck I can do real quick. And it was like, all right, all the weapons are there. And I was getting home, so I caught the first half, but I um was getting home and I turned it on probably like 10 minutes, 15 minutes in. He had threw that pass to uh CH in the back of the end zone. I lost my mind. I lost my mind. I legitimately lost my mind. It was one of those like, I can't, like, it was one of those like, this is so good. I cannot stand it. Like, this is too much. This is too much. I freaked out for a good two minutes because it was like, there is no way. There is no way. There is no way. I was like, he's done. He's done. He's dead and right. And then how? This guy, how did he get loose? I lost my mind when I was at home watching this. And he's that guy. He's magic, clearly. He's clearly that guy. But I think, um, they were on a different, they were floating on a different mental yesterday. How should I say this? I wasn't very confident. I was very skeptical of the Chiefs coming into this season, especially offensively, of how the offense was, was going to look without Tariq Hill being there. Uh, the biggest thing that made Patrick Mahomes famous is how crazy his arm is downfield. Um, being able to throw bombs so accurately. Um, and they do have fast guys now. They still have fast guys in, um, what's his name? Uh, not Valdez. Yes, Valdez, Scantley, and Sky Moore. But mm-hmm. they are not Tariq Hill. They're not the complete receiver Tariq Hill is. And I thought that, I thought possibly this team would be very limited. And I, I believe they also lost their first game of the season. So I had the first game. Mm-hmm. Oh, they won. Okay. Well, yeah, they, they also the Colts. The Colts suck, but they they look a lot better than I than I thought they did. And I will have to say, after four games, I think the Chiefs will be fine. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is actually going to develop better as a quarterback. That Tariq Hill's not there anymore. Uh, he's making make, when I say that I mean making good decisions, reading defenses, and all that stuff. I think he's just going to be a better quarterback. Yeah. Excuse my facial expressions. I just, I remember that we played them. The Raiders played the Chiefs next week. I already knew that, but I did not know it was Monday night. And that's not something I can handle. Yeah, you're, you're not doing that game too. I can't handle Monday night. I can't handle Sunday, like during the day. I can't handle Monday night. Um, Why? Because you know the whole world's watching? Yeah, bro. Like, not only that, I'm just, oh. Shit, then you, y'all got... Oh, this is the Chiefs schedule. I was going to say. They got two tough games after that. Bills, 49ers. We have to beat these. We have to show them something. That's all I want. 
Because last year we got smoked by these niggas. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not right. Monday night is going to be a doozy. It's going to be a fucking doozy for me. But we don't. Oh, damn. We might definitely do the show next. We're going to definitely do the show Monday before Monday night football. Because I, if y'all, y'all might not see me the week after. I need a week to recover, probably. Unless we win. Um, but no let's get into these quick takes. No matter what, so what, though, looking at your schedule after this Chiefs game, you guys have three wins on four wins on your schedule, five wins on your six wins on your schedule, minimum, straight. So if y'all don't bounce back from that, uh, Ooh, hold on, I don't know about that, y'all. Damn. See, I don't know about the Jags. The Jags are surprising me these days. I'm you still win that football game. We sh- it's at the Jags. So. At Saints and at Jags, we should not travel back to Vegas in the midst of that. We should ch- stay somewhere in the south, re- that south re- region. Yeah. That's what I think, personally. But that's just me. Um, Quick take, so. Do we got time for it? Yes. Or should we get up out of here? Nope, I can read them off to you. All uh, right, let's first do this. quick take. Do the Cowboys bounce back? Um, when the Dak's Cowboys... there. I'm sorry. Do the Cowboys oh. bounce back with Dak coming back? That's what the question was. Um, so they're already doing good, right? They're winning with Cooper Rush. So do they stay on a steady path, right? Hmm. That's a, that's a really good question. Um, their defense has to carry them. If they're, their defense has been playing really good with Dak not being there. So their defense needs to start doing this exact same thing when Dak comes back. Um, if that's the case, then yes, 100%, they can still win games. Um, I for some I have this feeling. I have no this is a gut feeling. I have a feeling as soon as that comes back, they're not gonna be winning football games. I I just have that feeling. It's gonna and not, I don't have any statistic, I don't have any uh anything to back that up. But going off my gut, I have this feeling that as soon as that comes back, I don't think he's gonna play bad, but they're not gonna win football why? games. Can I tell you why? Go ahead. So all the offenses that they've been playing before, the Bengals struggled the first two weeks, right? Yeah. They're starting to get a little bit of a groove. The Giants, they're the Giants. Like, you know you could beat them. They mollywopped the commanders lot, lot yesterday, like no question. But now they're about to play the Rams who need a get-right game. They need it tonight, for real. But they need a get-right game, and they can get it versus the Cowboys. The Eagles divisional opponent at Eagles – like we know what that is. That's gonna be a great game first. Sunday off. night. And the Eagles are gonna smack them. I'm sorry to say it, but they're gonna smack them niggas. I'm not sorry to sorry. Not sorry to say it because I don't like the Cowboys. Uh the Lions have been playing really fucking well. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention. I know they lost to the Seahawks, but they put up 37 points. And if you can do that versus the Seahawks defense, you can give me 20, 20 to 25 points versus the Dallas Cowboys, I believe. Uh, especially, excuse me, especially if they get healthier. And then um, I think you switched the schedule, so I'm not going to keep going. But I think, uh, yeah. Mm, love it. Uh, yeah, I think those are three games right there that they can lose. But I'm going to leave that alone. We can keep going. What's the next quick take? Do the Eagles still look like the best team in football? 100%. 100%. The only problem is that they're taking some injuries. Uh, Darius Slade just got hurt. I believe he's going to miss some time. And I believe they lost one or two offensive linemen yesterday. So we'll see what the 
thing is with that, but I still think they're a beast of a team, 100%, undefeated. Uh, right now, the uh, Jalen Hurts looks like the NFC MVP. Um, and honestly, at this rate, no matter how good of a season Lamar has, if the Eagles finish with like less than, like with like three, four, or five losses, he's probably he might win MVP just based on that. Um, and he probably he's probably gonna win a most improved player too. Most improved player, I definitely yeah. We'll see what MVP. We'll see. Uh, last quick topic for football is Rams 49ers tonight. What's your prediction? I got a really good fucking game. Um, I'm going to take – I'm going to take the – I'm going to take the 49ers. I love, uh, I love, I love the Rams, though. I love players on the Rams. Um, I'm going to also take the 49ers. Um, I think their team – at this point in time, is better all around. Um, so I like the 49ers in that game as well. Okay, next topic. Um, a couple of rundowns with the basketball. Uh, Carthing Towns is in the hospital with an infection. So we wish for him to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, contract things. The Grizzlies gave uh, Stephen Adams a two-year contract extension. So he's he's at least going to be there for the next two years. That should be good. I like him with that team. One of the best big men in in the game, definitely. And the quick take is the Heat lock up Tyre Hero for four years, one hundred and thirty, one hundred thirty million dollars, one hundred twenty million of that is guaranteed. Um, a quick stat about Tyre Hero: Hero, um, him, Tyler Hero, and Jordan Clarkson are the only two players last season to score a thousand points coming off the bench. So here's the question, Darren. Do you think mm-hmm. that he did the right thing of paying Tyler Hero? Absolutely. It's not even a question. The things that, yeah, no question. Yeah. Why, who else were they going to pay? That, did they pay Bam yet? Bam and Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy probably already got paid, but I'm not sure about yeah. Bam. Bam should have got paid. Bam, Jimmy, yeah. Bam, Jimmy, Hero. That's my core. Let's build with it. Let's Let's put some people around it. I agree with you. I've always been really high on Tyler Hero. I think he's a potential superstar in the league. I wouldn't be surprised if two years from now he's a top five player. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, You got anything else that you want to talk about before we wrap up? Let's go Raiders versus Chiefs. Y'all going to see me panicking all week about this. And I'm rooting for Kenny not to lose to the AFC Championship game, just like Ben. All right. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the From Half Court Sports Talk Show with Darren and Rub. Let us know in the comment section down below who do you think um, – uh, who let us know in the comment section down below what you guys think of this past week's football games. Um, also, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. We'll see you next Monday. Peace out. Peace. Y'all stay up.